All righty. Rogue Swenson, thanks for joining me, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, I appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to give you a little intro here. So, Rogue Swenson, Lolo Hotshot, Wildland Firefighter, uh, coach and player of the wild, or the Fire and Ice Tournament, coach JV, player on varsity, right? Yep, general manager, I like to call myself. Um, yeah. yeah, all of the above uh, for the Wildlander side of things. Dude, it's cool, man. Well, that, like, like, you know, I tell you all the time in emails, I appreciate all the work because it is a lot, dude. I mean, like, you're talking just a second ago about the charities and then herding especially the jv teams like cats man because you got you got to herd me you know yeah. so yeah absolutely it's uh both teams herding cats um just trying to get everybody together i try and give them enough time to get back to me um i check my email multiple times a day and it feels like a lot of the teammates <clears throat> a lot of the players um don't check their email as much as i do so trying to get folks to give me their information that i need uh, it's a little hard sometimes, but yeah, it, it's dude. all worth the it's all worth it at the end of the day. Oh man, it's such a great event! The first one I ever went to and played in. Uh, well, I, I went to one a long time ago. It was more like in passing, and I had to be somewhere, so I just like stepped in to catch part of the JV game and one of the first ones, you know. And I think we ended up getting killed that game, but it, it was still kind of fun to watch. And then I had to buzz out, and then so I hadn't been to one in a while. And then um, it was like right after COVID lifted, I think is the yep. first one I went to. And nice, man, dude, I couldn't believe how many people were in the gym. Yeah, in the in the ice rink there. Yeah, I think by the middle of the first game, the JV game, that place gets filled up. I don't know the full capacity of uh, Glacier Ice Rink, but I think it's got to be above a thousand, maybe thirteen hundred people. Yeah. And um, even with the uh, the Montana Grizzly Club team, they put put in some more bleachers a couple of years ago, and I think it's it's yeah probably right around three hundred or thirteen hundred people. So it yeah. gets pretty packed and loud in there. Dude, yeah, absolutely. We might have been a little over COVID that night, dude. I would say we're probably closer to two. When I, yeah. when I got done with the JV game and was trying to like find my wife and kid, I was like, and I you know I'd put my my big hockey bag on my back, you know, which I don't doesn't really roll that way, you know. But yeah, I was still kind of bumping people going through the crowd, just trying to make it through. Yeah, know? it gets tight in there. It's yeah. hard to walk sometimes. Yeah, it's awesome. Everyone's in such good spirits, and it's such a good thing for like. We're just kind of getting out of the dark days of winter, so it's such a good, like, for me, at least, like, mental health boost, you know, to be around all these old fire folks that, you know, I've known a lot of times my whole career and haven't seen them maybe in a few years because, uh, you know, I'm not as active in fire anymore, so it's it's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's hard for me to catch up with everybody because I'll start talking and rambling on with people I haven't seen in a long time, but... Again, it's a good, like you said, it's a good thing to, or it's a good uh, event to be able to check in on people, see how they're doing, you know, just say hello if they're from a different district or, you know, if they're an old, if they're in hotshot or a jumper or whatever, it's it's good to, to see everybody all at one event. Yeah, totally, man. Especially since like we were just talking about, you know, kind of come up with the qual in the qual ranks, you know, being task force and starting to work on the division stuff. You'll probably see a ton of people that have been on your division or your task force, and you're like, "Oh yeah, oh man, Rogue, I haven't seen you since right. whatever fire." You know, like yeah. Most times they don't; they have no idea that I uh, put this together. So <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, that's when I first met you. You know, because like, you know, fire is pretty like a big, small family. But right. I, we just hadn't quite crossed cross paths because I think were you was that no during the COVID, was that your first detail to Lolo or were you still in the district then? I was on. Uh, I got on Lolo Hotshots in 2014. And then I took a detail to the Missoula district here as an AFEO in uh, 2021. So that oh. first year COVID came around, I think it was 2020. Yeah. Um, right. yeah, yeah. Detail that first year. Yeah. But when, yeah. Man, we were crossing paths, but just like we, we probably even burned together a few times. I bet we did. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. I did a detail here in 17. Uh, okay. Yeah. For the Missoula district. And I'm sure we've been on burns before. Yeah, for sure. It was all that stuff up Marshall Woods. I just, 
steep as hell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, snowy and icy. But yeah, yeah. I almost forgot to point out the uh, Wildland jersey. So this is the same for Varsity and JV? Or? Yep, it yeah. is. Yep. So I think we had these made a few years ago. Um, Benji Hag and Sean Fiella um, had these made a few years ago. They got the Wildland Firefighter Foundation patch. Uh, there's a smoke jumper patch uh, from the Missoula Smoke Jumpers. Those guys in the past have helped uh, – kind of our group the wildlanders pay for these jerseys um i just picked up some that were made or that were finished uh picked them up today from hockey wolf um a few folks on the team some new or excuse me some folks from the team had some made with their names on the back i got some extra and the missoula jumpers their welfare fund will be helping pay for for some of those extra jerseys that we had made kind of the surplus ones for folks who come in and um, are new to the team they get to uh they'll get to wear another jersey and that's um, cool, so yeah well, so kind of nice to you know if you can if you you know do get a chance to keep it or buy one or whatever you know i was going to talk to you about that mm-hmm. afterwards but like um yeah because if you have kids or something and they see you know or if you go to like a pickup game or you know like stick and puck or something and just throw it on like down the road or something yeah it's kind of cool and just memories you know yeah absolutely i kind of i have mine sitting in the closet i like to t- you know take good care of them yeah <clears throat> excuse me um dude they're really nice they're built well yeah they're good jerseys um sadly this year we had a different company make them because we just ran out of time i didn't get the order in place they'll look a little bit different but same colors um just more character man i think they're a little bit cooler the new ones i should have brought a new one in but they're still in the bags but oh this is the og though right this is the classic this is the yeah the wildlander one with our colors kind of the um the dark green and, and yellow um, I think the first year the JV team, the first year that that they played in the Fire and Ice event, I think they might have had a uh, a red and black jersey, but I can't oh, place really? it in my mind. Yeah, I remember being different. Like. I couldn't remember yeah. either because yeah, when I first played, I'm, I was like, this looks familiar, but I remember, and probably just from pictures, but I me- yeah, I remember being a little different jersey. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, and I think these look um, a lot better than a little bit more forest servicey. Yeah. A little yeah, bit more wildland too. side of things. And, yeah. Um, I've been thinking about it a little bit over the past few weeks, getting ready for the game. I think I'm going to um, go ahead and maybe get some socks made that oh, kind of match these colors. Yeah. We look a little bit better. Yeah. I true. know we all have different breezers, different glove colors and helmets and stuff, but if we can match our socks with our, our uh, jerseys, I think we'll look pretty slick out there. That look really slick, man. Yeah. Speaking of looking slick, dude, the suit you're wearing for the last few years, oh, yeah. man, looks great, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it looks so official, man. Thank you. I can't remember uh, which one I wore last year. Um, about a week before the game, I like to go to the Goodwill, uh-huh. pick out a nice cheap suit, whether or not it fits. If it's too small or too big, I'll pick it out if I like the design. Yeah. Uh, a little quirky. No, that's um, good, though, man. Well, it kind of reminds me of the old school hockey. You know, yeah. like it seemed like the coaches, their suits were the same way, man. They didn't really fit them, but, you know, they shoved, their, shoved themselves into it. And right. They looked good, you know. And yeah. yeah. I think I remember your last year one was a little snug, but look good, man. You're, you're, thank you're, you. You're in shape, fellas. So you feel I appreciate that good. It. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm uh, been trying to keep an eye out for a nice hat like the old school guys did in the 50s and 60s. But, yeah, dude. Um, another thing that, uh, you know, people don't see me without a hat on a lot, so it's kind of a no. You know, it's another way that I can put some product in my hair, slick my hair back, and dude, look good, man. Look the part. You know, yeah. When you walked in the locker room, like well, last year and the year before, and whenever I've been playing, you know, to get the the big wolf whistles going, dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The boys yeah. love it. Exactly. Yeah, it's just a. Uh, it's a way for me to have fun and kind of get out of my shell a little bit, putting on a nice suit. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, so it, it's fun. Yeah, and it gets you in the it gets you in the almost more in the spirit of it, you know, like getting all done. Even like you even said, like adding socks to us, you know, like gets you a little bit more dressy, kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I almost wore a sport coat for this because I wasn't <laughs> sure what you're gonna be wearing. So I was like, man, maybe I'll wear a sport coat, but that's sharp. That looks good. Thank man. you. Sharp. It's kind of my uh, my interview for uh, the TV uh, oh. interviews that will be that I'll be doing here shortly in the next few days. Uh, just I think it just kind of matches the. Uh, the jersey a little bit. Yeah, so. yeah, represents the the foresters a little bit. Yeah, man. I like yeah. it. Like, form, thank you. Yeah, like not quite formal like the pickle suit, but still enough to like right. relate it, dude. Yeah, it looks <laughs> yeah. good. And yeah. So you have a hockey background, or how do you know? I do. Get into, oh, gotcha. So, um, born in Minnesota, and yeah, I've picking up pretty much accent. yeah, pretty much been uh, in skate since I could walk. Dude, I got a picture that's buried in all my other pictures. I think um, it's probably two years old. That I was in skates. So, what kind of skates you start off in? Oh man, probably Bowers. Did you? Maybe oh, CCM. Man, that's awesome. I yeah. S- my first were like these really old, probably been in the family forever, like leather figure skating double bladers. Oh really? Yeah. Did you ever see those double <laughs> no. bladers that little kids have? No. So basically, you just walk around the ice. Yeah. Because I had like a little toe pick on it too. Oh nice. So yeah, like, I remember, and I I remember not liking them because you know like my my brother and all the other like kids could like skate normal and all their like, siblings yeah around. yeah yeah that's funny yeah i mean i got a pair of hockey skates and it's like oh yeah this is this is better right oh yeah but i'm horrible at hockey man you're, you're really good though man thank you yeah it's great watching you guys in the varsity that's a uh, one thing i want to tell folks like jv game's fun you know it's a little bit more random i'm trying to think of a good way it's not not as organized you know like yeah the playing's not quite as clean it's fun you know everyone's giving a good effort in and it's a really good warm-up for the varsity game because then like you guys come out and it's like man you can tell you guys been on quite a bit of ice you know like yeah the, the shots are, are bigger the passing's better and there's some movements better the speed man the speed holy cow like yeah like that like i was saying that jv game years ago i went to so i hadn't been you know to it and watched the varsity game ever until you know two years ago or whenever i first started yeah it was two years ago and I was like, oh, dude, I was blown away, man, at the speed and, like, the ability on both sides, you know? Mm-hmm. The, those structure dudes were, were really good, too, you know, or are really good, too. And yeah. Man, it makes for a great game to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good mix of folks. I'm glad um, a few years ago they invited uh, the Wildlanders to come in to have a varsity team. Um, you know, we can bring out a few of our folks, more of our folks kind of out of the woodwork in the winter to come and play. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm trying to think about it. I'm trying to think if there's, uh, you know, any players that play in the league here in town, kind of at the cup and advanced level. Yeah, I think TK. Um, yep, TK. Um, I think he plays competitive. Yeah. Um, Court Wallace. Yep, Court. Yep, yeah. I played with him in advance when I first moved to town. Yeah. He'll be on the varsity team. Um, yeah, I just can't think off the top of my head. Yeah, McClay, right but he plays goalie. He yeah, plays McClay Shelty. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of folks. So, yeah. and it's been a good way for me to, you know, get to learn everybody, get to know everybody, and yeah. and stuff. But um, I think it's a, get to know the structure guys too with all the stuff you're doing too. You know, you get to know the city fire folks. Exactly, and there's even a few old uh, Doug Groot. He's on the structure side of things in the JV game. He's an old Lolo hotshot. Oh, really? Very cool. Um, Josh Claire's wife, um, who's in uh, uh, air. Um, his wife is on the city team. Oh, very cool. So in years past, they played against each other. That was pretty fun to see. Dude, that's great. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a couple other guys that are on the city side of things that used to do wildland fire. So I bet. Yeah. There was a time, cause I, you know, I went structure for a hot second when my crones started going bananas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised at all the folks, even at the consortium, you know, a bunch of like jumpers that, that I 
Ricky, like same year as, um, were going to the consortium, and I didn't even know. Like all of a sudden, I was like, "Hey, man, you're getting out too?" Oh, you really? Know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of fun to see. And nice. I don't know. It's a uh, yeah. It's a, it's it's a big difference though, going from wildland to structure. You know. I bet. Yeah. All the all the medical and stuff. So it's. I bet. A little different beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet. I yeah, bet, man. It beat me up a little bit, but it, yeah, but, man, it's uh, so important with the work they do, man. You Definitely, know? and. Uh, I think it's good for us, the Wildlanders from the local area, you know, kind of western Montana, um, to come in and meet a lot of the structure folks. Yeah. Um, because if it's in the Wooey around Missoula or around the general area around town here, um, it's pretty important, I think, to have a relationship outside of work. So when they do, if you do find, you know, that person you're playing hockey against, you know who they are. Yeah. And you can kind of um, go out and you know how to work with them. Yeah, totally. Um, the communication's already you know, there. In the field. Yep, yep. Yep. You know their names. You know who they are. And a little bit of trust is built exactly. up. Exactly. You, you played, you know, a sport either against or with them, you know. So exactly. Like, you already got that built up a little bit. Like, yeah, you know, I know John. I'm just going to say John. I, you know, I, yeah. I can't. I'm, I'm blanking on even some of our RC players and some of the, some of the, uh, um, uh, structure dudes because we just played the Rycorns the other night, you know, and a okay. few of those guys are. Uh, gonna be playing us again this uh, this coming weekend. Yeah. Well, speaking of that's good. Then, you know, good transition there. Once the loss sure. works out. So, like uh, this weekend is the uh, game. Not like this weekend. Today's Friday. It's next Saturday, February tenth. Yep. JV game six ish. JV game starts at six p.m. Uh, I think puck drop will probably be at six o five. I would make sure to show up early this year. The uh, Celtic, the Missoula Celtic pipe. Dragon Band. I'm not sure if that's the official, if that's the actual name, but yeah, something like that. Uh, this year it's a little bit different. They will be uh, playing before the junior varsity game. Ooh. So as uh, JV walks out onto the ice, you guys are going to be uh, dude skating between those guys as they're playing. They're be on the ice. I uh, I can't I can't remember if they're on the ice. They haven't played in the last few years. Yeah, but you're going to be walking through them while they're playing. Oh, it's cool. super loud. Yeah. I get goosebumps when I hear them play. It's pretty cool. That sounds amazing. It's man. pretty special. Um, yeah, they're going to be there. Uh, JV game starts at I think puck drop probably at six oh five. Oh, very cool. And uh, each game, uh, or I'm sorry, so the varsity game will probably start right around seven thirty, seven thirty five. Uh, we got the anthem. Um, and there'll be another band. Uh, I think it's Winter Flesh. Oh. His play- local Missoula band will be playing before the varsity game. And then oh. we'll have an anthem singer as well. Cool. Um, so, yeah, f- pretty much from six on till the end of the varsity game, it's action packed. Yeah. Lots going on. Silent auction. Silent, I was going to mention yeah, that. Yeah. Silent auction is great. Yeah. Uh, good family event to come Absolutely. Hang. It's totally family friendly. Um, a lot of kids running around. Over the years, it's it's okay. It's totally okay if you want to bring your family out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's great because you know the kids are running with each other and stuff, and yeah, just a good family atmosphere. Everyone, totally. Everyone's so happy because, like we were saying earlier, a lot of people haven't seen each other in maybe months, years, however long it's been. So like everyone's just really pumped, and there's some good beer there because Big Sky. Yep. So Big Sky is one of our big sponsors. I believe it's twelve dollars all you can drink Big Sky beer this year. Um, there's yeah. usually five or six different types of beer that they have uh, or that they donate. Um, I think in the past years, probably by the end of the second period or uh, in between the third period, the beer usually runs out. Oh really? But they there's a lot of beer that they donate to us. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty cool what they. Uh, how they help us out with that because I think it helps bring everybody to the game. Yeah, I think so too, man. Like, yeah, that's a hell of a deal. 12 bucks, all you can drink. And, yep. man, it just kind of helps get the, the socializing going, you know, and, you know, sharing a beer with 
you know old friend or whatever you know or family member and definitely yeah that's yeah that's a good time man that uh is the was it lolo shots that were ripping chainsaws um, yeah in the in the yeah a couple of years ago we had a couple of our uh sawyers um well we had kyle guard singing the anthem he used to be in a used to be a singer in a heavy metal band oh really and uh, he sang the anthem and i think uh right around the uh I can't remember the part or what part of the anthem, but I think it's uh, towards the end. They'll we'll yeah. rip the chainsaws and get them going and no fire told, up the crowd. No one told me. I about pissed my pants last time because I was right <laughs> next to him. I didn't see him like walking behind. You know? Yeah. And I was just like, "Boom!" Yeah. So it's a tradition uh, for us. Um, every Fourth of July, we'll do a flip, and I'm sure some of your listeners are pretty familiar with uh, the stupid flip. Yeah. And uh, so we'll flip a coin. And if, you know, depends on how you look at it, either you're a winner or a loser. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they'll have to sing the national anthem and uh, in front of everybody. And, uh, you know, we'll kind of circle up and depending on where we're at, we'll, you know, either get some fusees going or, yes. or chainsaws going and everybody will kind of, you know, look around, what's going on, who's singing the anthem and. Um, it's just a cool tradition that we have that we've been doing Dude, so cool, um, man. over the past few years on the 4th of July and kind of brings everybody together, you know, when we're away from our families and I'm out in the woods and, yeah. you know, working for our country. Yeah, absolutely, man. Freedom. Uh, yeah. So cool, dude. Do you, do you, uh, allow notes or do you just got to go off the top of your head? I think in the past few years, there's been a few folks that have written down the lyrics to the song. Oh, good. Um, be tough, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. And we coordinate it, you know. One of the saws coming in, you know, and if the person that's singing, you know, doesn't like to sing in front of people, we'll help them out if they're a little quiet or humble or whatever. Yeah, yeah. we get rocking. Oh, good, man. That's so cool. Yeah, I don't think you'd want me to sing, man. I, mean, I would, I would go for it, but oh, dude, I got a horrible singing voice. Right? Yeah, yeah. like a yeah. dying cat out oh, there. Oh god, so, uh, you guys would have to take over. No shit. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. that's that's so cool, man. And like for folks who maybe aren't as familiar with the wildland fire scene, like every crew kind of has something like that, you know? Like that's very cool. Like that's pretty rare. I don't think anyone has. Yeah, I don't know. Has something like that. And I've been, you know, I've been wildland fire for like 16 years. So okay, been around a little bit, and I've never seen anything like that. And that's very cool, man. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the year that we started on the crew. Maybe in in 2015, we started it. We were in uh, northern Idaho, I think, on the Nez Perce Clearwater. Oh, really? Yeah, middle Dang. of nowhere, and yeah, long, hard, you know, two week assignment. And Fourth of July was right in between there, and. Just kind of looking for something to bring up the morale and yes. trying to remember that day. Celebrate the day. Trying to remember who sang it. It was pretty funny. Dude. You just had no idea. And there were a couple other crew. It was a smaller, small-ish fire. And uh, I'm sure everybody was wondering what we were up to. Oh, I bet, man. <laughs> oh, it's very cool, though, dude. And, yeah, so many cool events. And, and for folks who also don't know, it's like, you know, summer's our time to make money as wildland firefighters. So it's road warriors. and Oh, yeah. And you want to be... To make more money, you want to be gone on the holiday. You know, you get a little more pay, and so like no sure. one's home during Fourth of July, and that's usually <laughs> yeah. prime time fire season. So right, yeah, it's uh, it's cool to have that kind of celebration because you know not too many of us are going to be home seeing fireworks with family or friends. So exactly, have something like that to make it special. Is really yeah, cool. I think the one year I had to sing it, we were actually in town. So oh, you really? Yeah, kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a bummer. You just got at the um, at the clubhouse here in in the middle of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a cool spot. I was kind of thinking about maybe going that way, but I was like, I don't know. 
people think it weird if I pull this into the, you know. Yeah, it'd be hard to get in there. That's what I was kind of thinking too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> have to get the gate code. That's what I was thinking, yeah. It's like, ah, uh, you know, I know someone who might have it, but yeah, it might be kind of weird. Yeah, this is a perfect meeting spot for middle of town. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Kind of quiet. Yeah, beautiful kind of atmosphere. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it worked out pretty good. Yeah. Um, shooting, uh, what other sponsors do you have too? So, yeah, you. totally. Thanks for asking. Um, yeah. We have uh, Missoula Chevrolet. Has been with us since the beginning. Um, they've been a real good help to us, um, just kind of, you know, sponsoring us, I guess. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Big Sky Brewery uh, supplying us with uh, beer. And then Re- refreshments. Uh, refreshments, thank yeah. you. Yeah, and then uh, Western States Emergency Equipment and uh, Glacier oh. Ice Rink. So they help us out with the ice time. Ice time is pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, allowing us on a prime time Saturday during the middle of winter to give us, you know, four or five hours of ice time. Yeah, a huge shout uh, to them, man. Yeah. So, you know, like the the men's league that they have, the beer league that they have going on. It's not really a men's league, it's a co ed league. I don't yep. know what else to call it, but yeah. Uh, unisex men. Yeah. <laughs> league, <right>. You know, <laughs> uh, like that's amazing. And then last year when I did the podcast to promote this with CJ, um, I called him up and I was like, hey, it's all right if I like. Snag some power and and uh, just to run some heaters. It was really cold. It was like two degrees. Okay. So I was like, can I like snag an outlet and and take up some parking spots? They're like, yeah, sure, come on in. I'm like, when are you gonna be here? I'm like Saturday morning. Like, yeah, I don't think anything's going on. They lied to me. There was a there was a youth tournament going on. So like, yeah, a lot of like uh, hockey moms. I don't think were too pumped about me taking up like three spots. They're probably wondering what a podcast was doing there. <laughs> probably like, Saturday morning. Dirty looking airstream. <laughs> yeah. <out here>. Yeah. <laughs> taking up all these spots. Yeah, but that place is always busy. I think from six in the morning to, you know, two o'clock, six in the morning to two o'clock in the morning, that place is jam packed with people playing hockey, figure Dude. skating, or curling. Yeah, it's so cool, man. Yeah, like I said, any night of the week could be any any one of those three, you know. And um, man, I remember the first time, and it's loud too, especially in the outside rink. Like it'll be at that what used to be Malfunction Junction. I'm not even sure what that is at Russell, and I still call it that. Yeah, so Malfunction Junction there, and like. You know, I remember coming through and it was kind of one of those odd warm nights like we'd been having and I had my windows down on, on my truck there and I was like, you know, I wasn't really paying attention. It was like 1230 at night, super tired. And all of a sudden I started hearing, you, you know, you can hear the, the sticks and the puck and, you know, the oh, yeah. ice going. I'm like, man, I'm like, dude, I got to get on that, man. That's super cool, you know? Yeah. So that, that was kind of the first interest I had in hockey and then, you know, started messing with, uh, I think it was uh, Jake. Uh, I think he still works here. Fallis. Fallis, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was almost going to call him Fiella. I was like, that's definitely not Fi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Fallis like, recruited me years ago and, and uh, kind of kept going. Is he playing this year, Fallis? Um, I got to get a hold of him, but I'm, I think talk he did back it. out, but I, I'm going to try and talk him into coming to play because we are a little bit short on JV this year. Yeah, that'd be great. Jake, come out and play with us, man. If you're yeah, listening. Jake, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. come out and play. We need you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, he's great. And that, and like we were talking earlier about like people you don't see very often. Like, dude, we're like 30 minutes from each other. Well, maybe a little far. He's out in like Frenchtown, but yep. Uh, you know, like not that far from each other. And I don't, I don't ever see him except for fire and ice, just because you know he's got a life and family and stuff going, and me too. And man, so like if I wasn't for an event like this, I would never see the guy. So right, yeah, yeah. and um, I think we're getting people all the way down from. Maybe a player or two from the Kootenai. Oh, really? Or uh, I know from the Flathead for sure a couple of folks from the Flathead are coming down. And then, I'm, I, you know, I get folks that um, all the way down from the Bitterroot. So yeah. kind of western Montana, pulling everybody from there. And, you know, you don't get to see anybody. Or you don't get a chance to see a lot of folks yeah, totally. too often. 
um, in the winter when we all kind of hunkered down and stuff. So. I was gonna say that, like, yeah, like the the herd and cats people either get hunkered down or they leave the country, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like, yeah, trying to get everybody rallied in and, and begin something you know in the beginning of February like this is is really good because man, fire season's usually done. Some people are getting laid off now around October, right? Yeah, um, yeah, it depends on where they're at. Yeah, yeah. October, November, yeah, where you're working. True. Yeah, yeah sometimes get a little extended, especially with all the the fuels, you know, all the burning we've been doing lately. You know, like it uh, prescribed fire. Um, kind of been going a little far longer, but so there's like a gap of a couple months where you don't get to see your, your yeah. homies. And so this is a great excuse to get together. Yeah, it is totally. It's it, exciting. Yeah. So. I've had people been hitting me up all week about like, you know, like, Hey, are you going to be at the fire and ice? And you know, they don't know I'm playing it, but like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll be there. You know? Right. Like, yeah. It's pretty cool. Cause like folks travel all the way from my hometown to Whitehall, you know? Oh, wow. Come, nice. That's cool. Check it out. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. And nice. Yeah, what a, what a great event! So anyone who's listening, like if you have have you know need a, something to do, you know on a Saturday night, on the Saturday night February tenth, come come check it out, come hang. Yeah, six p.m. Uh, junior varsity will start right around there. Um, Seven thirty varsity game will start, but uh, come early, come check the bagpipes out. Yeah, the super silent cool auction. and the silent auction. Yep, I got to throw out the silent auction. Um, a lot of donations this year that folks are bringing in. Um, hoping to raise some more money. Oh, and also before I forget to mention, um, this year we're going to be raising money for the wildland. The wildlanders are going to be raising money for a uh, uh, fallen Montana wildland firefighters uh, memorial that we're going to be putting at the base of North Sentinel. Oh man! Uh, we've cleared it through uh, the University of Montana. Um, my superintendent has talked to um, some folks from there, and and they're okay with it. Cool. Um, and so, um, majority of the money is going to be going towards that. We're going to get a plaque made here, ho- hopefully in town. Very cool. Um, there's a lot of handy folks in the wildland community that are going to help assist us with that, help us build that. And we hope, as of right now, that um, we can get it put into place um, sometime by the end of April. Oh, but uh, great, we're man. still working on it, coming up with some ideas. Is the is the area kind of like off the Kim Williams there, kind of by the Clark Fork? I think it's really going to be right at the foot of where the uh, M Trail starts. Oh, very yep. cool. So there's the I think there's a tiny little pavilion there yeah. by that small parking lot across the street from uh, Washington uh, Grizzly Stadium. Washington, thank you. Yep, got the back. Yeah, the stadium there, and uh, yeah, we're going to hope to put it there, and uh, yeah, and then hopefully we'll have some money left over. We raised a lot of money last year. And uh, we'll be um, uh, donating the rest of that money left over to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah, what a great cause that is. You know, yeah. CJ talked a bunch about it. They helped me out back in the day, too. So. Oh, nice. Good deal. Yeah, yeah if anyone's Good. looking to donate, you know, uh, that's a great cause, the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Yeah, totally. Helps us out and helps our, you know, people have been injured or, or unfortunately killed in the line of duty. So right. helps their families out. Yeah. Um, And then I was going to ask you... Do you have anything else on the fi- on the fire and ice? Because I was going to ask you a few more uh, fire questions about your, um, yourself. I'll have to check check my notes, but uh, yeah, check the list, my friend. So, you know, we do play the city. Um, they bring in some donation items, oh, yeah, and we ask. do we split it down the middle. Or I'm sorry, the wildland uh, donation items go towards us. The proceeds and and the same for the city side of things. Um, their auction items are there. Um, there's also a 50-50 I forgot to mention. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I'm kind of all over the place. No, that's how these go, dude. It's a good it's good practice for the radio and TV interviews I got coming up in a couple of days. Yeah, man. Um, but the money that they raise will go towards the Missoula Firefighter Local 271 Benevolent Fund. 
and that's kind of their welfare fund for the city of Missoula structure firefighters. Oh, gotcha. Um, that goes towards like if they're one of their folks gets injured or something. Probably. I believe so. Yeah. Yep. So that'll help their family and friends um, in case anybody gets injured. Um, this will be the twelfth annual fire on ice, and then I guess the and that's the varsity game. The JV game is. Um, I guess it's called the Wildland Urban Interface Off. Yeah, kind of a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. Um, it's a, they could have done a little better with that name. It's yeah, a great, great right. name, but that's a lot. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, silent auctions upstairs. We have a 50 50 raffle, and we have Chuck a Puck, which I think is in the, oh, during really? the varsity game. Dude. So, um, is that new this year? Or they've been doing that. We've had it for a few it. years. Yep, it's during the varsity game. A um, bunch of kind of foam, foam pucks. See if you can make it in the bucket in the middle of the ice. Yeah. What a prize, right? Yeah, I think it's. I think you split the money. However much they raise by, you oh. know, you can buy however many chuck pucks you want yeah, or yeah, pucks. Yeah, yeah. And I think they split it down the middle, so. Oh, cool. I yeah. don't know the, the total, you know, dollar amount that it's been in the past, but. I feel like you get up pretty high. I know, like, when they used to have the, uh, not the Bruins, before the Bruins, Maulers, they used to do the chuck a puck. I think oh, yeah. it was only like a buck. And, yeah. you know, a buck a per puck and uh so folks would get you know quite a few of them and absolutely be unloading them dude oh yeah i'd get 20 or 30 if i could if yeah. i wasn't playing yeah totally man try to make it in that bucket yeah yeah <laughs> man i keep my keep the kiddo busy you know yeah definitely <laughs> chuck some pucks yeah great thing for kids kids love it man yeah it's a little tricky with the net on the bleacher side of things but yeah. uh secret for anybody who's listening um maybe go behind the benches you can get a little bit closer there's no nets in the way oh there we go man i'll bring the kid in because i don't know I hope how that's strong okay. your arm is. Yeah, yeah yeah totally man <laughs> it's good man because it's all for charity so absolutely helping people out yeah some people like the challenge of the net too i think I like to throw a nice tall arc and puck yeah lob it in there yeah lobber and get the bounce if you want to bounce it oh, too oh yeah good call with the bounce man yeah, what yeah. A, dude, so cool and like when and when they you know open up the floodgates on the chuck a puck man it's so cool just bombing all these black little <laughs> yeah. pucks in yeah heads up yeah it's very cool dude oh and that that kind of reminds me of something else i was gonna ask you i was just creeping around the old facebook for uh missoula city fire department and they you know were cleaning off their ice which i'm pretty sure it was a florence ice rink like it looked like yeah. i recognized it and i was like oh yeah i know where that is and yeah. they're like uh they're talking about the secrets out about the wildlanders having a practice rink at the afd and i'm like I don't know where that would be. Is that true? No, I don't believe so. I, was, I, was saying, I like, don't believe so. I heard rumor that Neptune had one in one of their hangars in the winter. I was like, really? Maybe. Yeah. No, I have honestly, I've never heard of that. No, I, yeah, I only heard it like a while back, and then I never really followed up on it because I was like, yeah, cool. Maybe I'll, I mean, hopefully I get an invite to come if they right. actually have one in one of their hangars. But yeah, I mean, that would be seem like it'd be so hard to keep that ice, you yeah. know, even in oh, a hangar. Yeah, we've tried to get practices in the past, but with the hockey rink being so busy. With it being so difficult to get everybody together um, yeah, to coordinate winter. that. Yeah, in the warm winter, um, it's just been tough to get a, a practice going. But, you know, the city side has had the advantage of, you know, having their own practice rink, if they want to call it that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll keep that to myself. I won't I won't share any of that yet. But Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but. Yeah, it's just a fun, family-friendly game, and. It is, man. Like, We're all here to raise money for our two, uh, the Benevolent Fund and the Foundation, and for the memorial at the foot of Sentinel this year. So yeah, that's gonna be very cool. I can't, I can't wait to see that, man. And probably go out and take some photos and blast that on the old social media yeah. as well when he goes do it. I'll, I'll be bugging. totally. Yeah, for sure. Let me know. Yeah, yeah. Do some filming out there. Um, just spread the spread the good word about. It, cause that's that's really cool, man. Um, and then uh, as like I said, for charity, which is super cool. Some are like, I think it was even last year. You know, people get. 
little bit heated because you know it's semi-contact not really contact but semi-contact right so right someone feels like they got you know hit a little harder or something whatever might happen a little tangle happens and then usually it's like a bunch of us on the bench or whoever you know be like hey it's for charity chill out you know oh, yeah absolutely <laughs> so i don't want you know we all got jobs yeah. you know the monday morning we all got to go back to work back to reality yeah no one's getting paid um yeah no one's getting paid for this <laughs> and yeah it's just it's for fun to raise money that's my number one thing for this yeah um, totally. as much as i want to win i keep reminding myself we're raising money for some really good things things that are really important to both the structure side the city of missoula side of things as well as the wildlander side of things um yeah absolutely. so and i uh remind the players on the team yeah you know and um we're all competitive on both sides. You know, Absolutely. It's hockey. We have to be competitive. Otherwise, we wouldn't be hockey players. But yep. um, it wouldn't be that fun to watch either, you know, for out there yeah, just hugging. And, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Totally, totally. And it's, um, you know, if things get a little heated, which they have in the past, nothing too crazy. You know, it's just a quick reminder to one of my players, one of your teammates yeah. that, hey, take a second, take a deep breath. Remember what we're doing here. You know, don't get frustrated. Um you know, just go out there and work a little bit harder and yeah, um, try and put a couple more goals in the net to see if we can, you know, come back or whatever the situation is and that is just true, work yeah. around it. Yeah, yeah, so far, like, my personal record is undefeated so the last two years. <laughs> Knock so. on wood, man. <laughs> try to keep that going. Right? Yeah. I think that's wood there. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so. Try to keep that going. But like you said, man, like, going out to win, it's kind of like how I approach the beer league, too. It's like, yeah, I want to win every night, but, like. You know, some nights we can't, and it's fine. You know, go out and skate my butt off, and it's a good workout. And then at the end of the, you know, after it's all said and done, trying to be friends with everybody, you know, because just yeah, you win a plastic trophy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. It's like not a big deal. Yeah, we're you know, not get to uh, keep it. We're not going pro anytime soon, if yeah. at all anymore. Oh, dude, I'm so far from it, man. Yeah, not enough time left for me to even get there if I wanted to. You know, <laughs> right. get yeah. closer to forty. So <laughs> right there with you. Yeah, so it'd be it'd be, it'd be a tall order for me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else about the fire and ice before I move on. I was going to ask you some fire questions. I don't want to keep you too long. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can really think of in terms of uh, the fire and ice is uh, what the wildland um, side of things are raising money, f- you know, for the memorial. Um, Cash Gibbons from the Bitterroot IHC um, has a snowboard raffle going on. Oh, cool. Um, I will share you a PDF with that if you want to put it up on your Instagram page. Absolutely. Um, there's a QR code on there. Um I can give you a flyer if it's – I don't know how to get, you know, access to a QR code when it's, you know, screenshotted on your phone or whatever. But a um, bunch of raffle tickets to win a snowboard from the Board of Missoula. And uh, I think uh, the ra- – I can't remember the date. I should have brought the piece of paper in, but um, I'll share that with you. You yeah, can I'll put it up. It, yeah. um, folks can buy raffle tickets if they want to win a snowboard and Very cool. and help us support and build that uh, memorial. Yeah, that's North Sentinel. Awesome, yeah. And so many people visit that trail, so it's yeah. it's gonna be very cool to have it there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a perfect represent uh, representation of the kind of ground that us wildland firefighters work in. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. very good point. Yeah, because yeah. like it's never, you know, uh, you know, the movies always kind of make it seem like it's more like this gentle hill, and it's like no, no, it can't be any easier than North Sentinel. You yeah, know? I mean, it's that's the terrain we work in. Um, that's how steep it is. That's pretty good representation of uh the kind of fuels that we work in and yeah and stuff like that so it's a good it paints folks from out east or wherever they come from that's what we're working in it's not california it's uh yep 
It's all around out west here. Yeah, so. Rocky Mountains, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the lightning seems to like those nice, steep, long hikes, right? you know. Totally. So, yeah, that's definitely typical, more typical. You know, like I said, I've been in fire for a while, quite a while now, so it's like, man, it's, it's never seems like to get hit someone's nice field, and if right. that happens, yeah, the volunteers are on it. And yeah. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah they'll beat us there. Yeah, exactly, and they get to yeah put it out, and we don't even get to go on it, typically. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe go call it out, you know. Right, for sure. So, but... Yeah, that's gonna be awesome, dude. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and and another reason to go hike Sentinel. And man, Sentinel is so uh, well used, you know, which is mm-hmm. great. You know, people. I mean, one time I went up there and I was like sliding around. I was trying to get back in shape for jumping, and you know, the you know my old um, man, I can't remember True North. I think it was the old like you know crappy pack. And, okay. And uh, like it just not very comfortable and hard to get it comfortable. And, and I just had it filled with a big uh, like. Um, I think a couple of those little baby cubies or something because I'd okay. take them up and then I'd you know, drain all the water out once I got right, to the top. So I'm right. carrying the way down. I'm slipping and sliding going up there and I'm like, man, this is dumb. I got passed by like a couple of old guys jogging up it. And I was like, oh man, yeah, you guys are way tougher than I am, dude. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you're around. That's, that trail's getting used. So it'd be just such a good spot because I don't know of any other trail around Missoula that gets used that much, you know? So yeah, I don't think so. I've heard maybe it's a rumor or a myth, but I've heard that the M Trail is. Maybe one of the busiest trails west of the Mississippi. I, I don't know. It. it could be a lie, but I can see. But it's like everyone I know who like comes to town. That's like on their to do list. You know, it's like breweries, uh, the river. You know, and then uh, the M Trail. Like, I'm, probably a few other things that I'm missing, like off the top of my head. But you know, those are like the big, the big things to do. You know, and yeah. If you come in the fall, it's like you know, go to the Grizz game or something. But right, right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Grizz, man, have you seen any of the Grizz hockey games? I have. I'm actually going to be going to one here in a little bit, oh, in a couple dude. hours. Oh, is that tonight? Eh? Yeah. They oh. play They play Bozeman or MSU. Yeah. Um, tonight it's sold out. Um, I've been to a few games this year, been busy. But yeah. in past year, or the last few years, I think I've had season tickets. Oh, cool. Um, I think tonight sold out. And that's, you know, just kind of goes back to, I don't know how to put it, but... Um, Hockey's big here in town. It is, man. It's, it's kind of hidden, but it's – or not many you know, people know that, but it's – the people that play hockey and are around the rank, they know it's it's a big thing, big community thing. Yeah. It's, and um, – Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I'm going to say this earlier too when we are talking about just like social events, you know, in Missoula. And like the rink is a big social event for folks who don't even play hockey. I remember the – to you know this crappy novice game that i was playing in and i can honestly say i was the worst person on the ice i was like <laughs> swimming across the ice trying to get back to the bench to get myself yeah. off the ice you know and like it was horrible but like dude there's a group of folks that came up and like not all the same at the same time but like had the had the little bike you know like and this was before like fat tire bikes were a thing you know mm-hmm. so like there's on your normal like old thrift shop kind of style bike with a little like thing on the back like a little shelf and they have yeah. uh each one of them had like a different like six pack or something bungeed to it, and just it's coming to hang out. Yeah, it's just coming to hang. It's like five degrees out, you know. And they're coming to the outside yeah. rink to have some beers and just hang out on. I think it was like a Sunday night, you know. It's yeah. like it's there's always hockey going on. It's always something to do. So if you're like you're yeah. bored and the weather's nasty like that was, you know, you hop on your bike and or whatever, <laughs> you know, and head to the rink. Man, there's always something going on. It's so yeah, cool. Absolutely. So and like you were saying earlier, youth tournaments and yeah. Um, you know, there is the one game tonight. I think they go back to Bozeman tomorrow. Oh, gotcha. Um, it's good so. hockey, man, from what I can tell. I mean, you're it's really good. The hard yeah. hockey, so. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch of guys from out west. I'm friends with a couple of the coaches. I play hockey with them in town. And, cool. And uh, their general manager. And, um, yeah, they got guys all over from the U.S. And, yeah, it's really good. It's it's better hockey than what we play, yeah. that's for sure. But yeah. they're also younger and. 
Yeah. Um, more, uh, let's see, like rubber, you know, like they just, man, some of the hits, because I haven't gone any this year, but like they're, the first year I went to as many as I could, you know, tickets were cheap and you could walk into most of them. Now I think it's uh, hard to go just show up, you know, like. Yeah, it depends on who they play. It's a big rivalry game tonight. Yeah, um, yeah I think, uh, I remember some of the games that I've been to where it was a little, you know, not as packed. Yeah. But uh, I think early today, earlier today, they, the game sold out so standing room the vip section up top student yeah. section sold out you know Dude, student uh, section gets right i think they broke the bleachers last year or something didn't they i bet they did i think so yeah they're the all over there it's pretty cool to see very cool man so uh, yeah like oh they love it because yeah last year we uh it was so packed it was just standing room only and so me and my wife were like kind of gets the side with our kiddo and uh kiddo could see except you know put him on my shoulders but or put her on my shoulders and she could see the ice real good, and she loved it, you know. Nice. All the students were just, like, stoked, you know, and, like, already pre a little bit hard, but, you know, it was all fun. And, yeah, it's oh, it's just such a cool event, man, and, and it's cool to see the hockey. And then the players, like, seem awesome, too. They seem like they're pretty involved in the community, like a lot, some of the I photos so. and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I saw, like, little kids out there skating, you know, with the Grizz hockey players and, um, and like, little cheerleaders out there and stuff. It's mm-hmm. very cool, man. Like, yeah. really good for the community, I think. Yeah, I think they do a lot of volunteer. I'm not exactly sure, but I think they do a lot of volunteering around town. And That's a big deal for uh, a community like Missoula, you know, yeah. who really values their sports. I mean, like, the every Grizz, pretty much every Grizz sport, you know, especially football, you know, the, the community's yeah. coming out for us. So. Mm-hmm. I know they've gone to Peabrook or Phillipsburg in the past, and they'll oh, skate yeah. with the kids in that community. And Oh, yeah, yeah, I think, um, I saw, I think that's the picture I saw. Yeah, yeah. I'm out there. That's very cool, man. And I yeah. mean, I couldn't imagine being a kid and being able to skate with the, you know, college player that'd be yeah. so cool man yeah you'd, you'd never forget it you know right yeah that's, that's a big deal so what i was gonna ask about earlier uh i'm not skipping anything on the fire and ice or no i think we're good I, I appreciate you having me on and yeah getting a chance to talk about it a little bit well dude i appreciate you coming on man it's yeah. like yeah something i'm passionate about obviously so like as you know as much as i could do to spread the good word about it you know like uh even like the Forester's Ball that's going on tonight, too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, tonight and tomorrow night. So, you know, if you got a wild hair tomorrow night, man, <laughs> I'll see. go check it out. Uh, but, yeah, so that's going on tonight. And, you know, I did a podcast with those folks, you know, the um, Chief Push and the Publicity Officer. So it's Jaden, just Chief Push, and Kosin's the Publicity Officer. Shout out to those guys. They're amazing, doing great work. And Cool. Yeah, spread the good word of that because, like, I don't know, man, I just, like, really am, uh, you know, trying to get more, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be as involved in the community as I can, you know, help spread the word, help, you know, um, do what I can with this little platform to, to, you know, help out these events, you know, and just kind of keep them going a little bit, you know? Yeah. No, I dig it, man. Oh, thanks. I appreciate yeah. you coming. But before I let you go, how did how did you end up in Montana? Because you said you were in Minnesota? Yeah. So, uh, well, quick backstory. Yeah. Um, graduated from Vermilion Community College in 2011 with uh, Natural Resources Forestry degree. Awesome. Heard about Idaho um, through some co-workers that had connections at networking. Moved out to Moscow, Idaho on the Nez Perce Clearwater yeah. on the Palouse crew. Had a couple seasons there. Cool. Um, my assistant crew boss, um, who is now the superintendent of the Lolo Hotshots, I met him there in 2011. Five? Yep. Oh, yep. No Spent a few years. Um, he came over here in 2012, and then I spent a few more years on the Palouse crew, and then finally in 2014 I moved, I made the move over here, and I've been here ever since. Oh, dude, yeah, I was right behind. At the end of, end of 14 is when I started jumping on Missoula. Oh, nice. Dude, yeah, so we were, dude, we were like right there. Pretty yeah. Well. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Fi's such a great guy, man. I've known him for a little while, and, and uh, not as long as you, but um, yeah, yeah, I met him through. Well, I guess I, I guess I took a class from him back in the day, like single resource. 
and uh like did an awesome job you know like most people are like man i'd love to work for that guy yeah you know just dialed in in the way you know it's the way he communicates and patience and stuff it's just like oh yeah man that's clear concise leadership right there it felt like you absolutely know? so i was like yeah man i like this guy and then played hockey with him for a while too and you know got to know him better and mm -hmm. she gave me an awesome uh grangeville smoke jumper sweatshirt that oh, nice. i wear all the time man <laughs> and nice. he, he kind of made it it was it was like a normal sweatshirt but he sewed up like the the badass uh jumpsuit um okay so, so like the smoke jumper jumpsuit has a heavier duty zipper because it's a lot of material okay so he Cut a normal sweatshirt and then sewed that sucker into it. So it's it's oh, it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's Sick, great. Dude. Really comfy. And uh, you know, he, being hot shot soup, he's not gonna rep any smoke jumper stuff. So, uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, he gave it to me. Yeah, which, no comment. Yeah, appreciate. It. No, no, I love the rivalry, man. I think it's awesome. So, yeah, um, yeah, like uh, it's like sibling rivalries for people who don't know. Like between all the uh, all the uh, programs, I guess, in the fire world, you know, but. Hotshot, smoke jumper, hell attack, repel districts. You know, there's always a little bit of like friendly banter and infighting, which mm -hmm. man is great. So if yeah. anyone, you know, anyone's interested in getting a wildland, like it's another, you know, like the the anthem on Fourth of July. Like every crew's got something cool they're doing. It's man, I can't, you know, say good enough good things about you know becoming a wildland firefighter. And, and structures probably got some similar things too. I just don't know. As I much think about so. It. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know behind the scenes, but I bet there's traditions that they have and. Yeah, yeah, little things they do, and you know, it's it's kind of a family outfit, just like the wildland thing, you know, or it is a family outfit, like the wildland thing, so yeah, or wildland world. So, well, shoot, man, yeah, we got about forty five minutes in there, man. I think that about nice. covers it. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So, man, appreciate you again, Rogue. Thanks. Yeah, dude. thanks. I really appreciate you doing this. Like I said, you know, no offense, but thanks for getting me warmed up for the next few yeah. interviews. That's probably what on TV. I actually was kind of thinking about that this morning. I was like, because this is, dude, this is like carefree, you know, like, and, and I can edit whatever, and it's just long form, so it does kind of like loosen things up, you know, to, to and get your brain on that kind of wavelength. You yeah, know? yeah. Up until I started getting a bunch of these, I'd have to kind of get my brain, like, jump-started as I was driving somewhere. I'd be like, all right, all right, what else am I going to say? And then if I, you know, if we go this way, maybe we'll ask them this, you know. Now I don't, I just kind of sit down and... It probably can, people can probably tell I wing it a little bit, but. No, I had a great time and it was, yeah, it was great. Um, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, and anyone listening, uh, check out the Fire Nice uh, next weekend, next Saturday, uh, February 10th. Uh, Festivities kick off at six. And like Rogue said, show up early, especially for parking. Like it's, it yeah. gets filled up fast. Yep. Um, and uh, quick pro, pro tip uh, if you're looking for parking, um, I think there may be some available parking at Les Schwab oh, yeah. uh, across uh, Russell there. I know they open it up for um, Grizz games. Oh, perfect. So don't quote me on it if that's, you know, not available for the fire on ice, but it may be a potential spot to park. Yeah. Um, and if you're looking for any more specific information, um, we have a page on Facebook. It's run by the city folks. It's, I think it's Missoula Fire on Ice. Yeah, you should be so. able to find it there. Yeah, and just Google be, it. Yep, yeah, and there'll be an event page and... Um, now that we're getting closer to the game with almost a week out, um, there'll be some more information on there and, um, you know, logistics and itinerary, stuff like that. You can, um, learn more about the game. Yeah. Come out and support and just, just for the good time too. I mean, it's just such a great hang and just a, you know, great event. So appreciate your rug and appreciate you all for listening. Yeah. Thanks Luke. Yeah. Thank you.